well we all used to play computer games in our childhood right i remember the first game that i played was road rash after that i started playing gta and nowadays i am playing among us our guest for today is akshay goel who not only enjoys playing games but equally enjoys in developing them he is an indie game developer with a degree in computer engineering he is alumni of pvg college of engineering and technology akshay has participated in various game jams and was the winner of build your own game a game jam hosted by nascom gaming forum in 2017 akshay started his journey in game development right before taking admission into engineering college and since then he has developed several games and conducted numerous workshops akshay welcome to the first ever podcast of dsc pvg cot we are glad to have you here hey thanks for having me Hi, this is Vinod from DSCPVGCOT, and you are listening to Verbose Log, your one-stop tech podcast. Yeah. So let's start from childhood. Like, uh, which game uh, did you used to play in childhood, or uh, was there any uh, all-time favorite game? So uh, I remember playing, starting off with Super Mario. And, right uh, i used to play a lot of contra all the retro games uh, i remember i i used to skip a school to just play games uh, i remember the first time that i really felt uh, immersed in the world of a game was uh, when i was in 9th standard and uh, it was this game called oni musha which is like a samurai uh, hack and slash action adventure kind of a game So, uh, like, I read about indie game developers, and I was not familiar with this term. So, can you explain what exactly are indie game developers? Right. So, uh, games are you can think of it as a business, right? But it is also an art form. So, just like movies or music, there's there's always a business side to it, but there's also an art form side to it. So, some people enjoy making games for uh, the profits and the business. and some of them just use it as a uh, way to express their creativity express their self so uh, games are also a medium for that and indie game developers are small developers like the definition of indie game developers is a very small team uh, a set of like 4 to 5 people who get together and make a game in a very small budget so that is the definition of an indie game developer so you don't see the quality of triple uh, a games but you see the originality of a uh, art form evolving right so like basically like there must have been uh, like the difference between the budgets for an indie game developer and proper studio must be huge right very very different so it all depends on the number of team members that you have it you right. basically can calculate it in terms of like how many members you have uh, the amount of pay you're going to pay and the number of uh, months it's going to go on to like that's how you can calculate it but uh, it's it's very very small indie development budget is very very small okay yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah because like the team is small right so therefore yeah. so even one person can make a game if they want to if they have the skill set right. and they want to yeah they definitely so initially i think uh, when you started with your game development journey you must have developed some games that like independently right so the team size must have been one yes So uh, when I started off, I started off with uh, making an endless runner. I actually have a poster of it right here that I'm looking at. Uh, so 
I just wanted to make games. I I got this idea. I started off with making blocks and cubes, rotating it around, and just making the core mechanics of it. Uh, once that was made, then I I I didn't know how to do art, but I just saw online like okay, you can download this software. You can just stroke these, like make pixel art very easily. I did that, replicate that, and uh, the thing is that I started learning uh, game development in May twenty fourteen. and uh, towards the end of that year like december 2014 uh, was my first game that was released on play store which was the same endless one so like before like before taking admission into engineering college right yeah so uh, like after 12th did you find uh, did you feel that you got that time finally to develop something yeah so i feel like uh, i've i've always been occupied with something or the other and like exams and colleges schools all of that so i i believe that uh, the the two or three months period that i got where i could actually go on the internet and learn something that was the only time that i had and if i had missed that opportunity i don't think i would have gotten that during the college time because the, the life is just so hectic right at definitely like it it would it must have been helpful right like before even taking the admission into engineering college you were clear on which path uh, you wanted to follow right because people take time like people uh, even in sometimes in even the people who are in fourth year they are a bit confused on what career they should choose but you were clear from the first year itself i i wouldn't say i was clear so i i was trying to experiment and i, I so i remember i was staying late at night waking up early making games so i i kind of knew that i i have this love for making games and uh, i i wasn't sure if that's what i was going to do I kind of realized that after uh, my journey through conferences, winning game jams, knowing more people, meeting more people, and seeing what's going on in the Indian game industry, and then I kind of uh, thought that okay, yeah, I would be a good fit. Right. Like so, it started out as a passion, and then you thought of like, why not make a career out of it? Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, so you talked about game jams. So can you explain what game jams are? Like, are they similar to hackathons? Yeah, game jams are very similar to hackathons. So there's a small amount of time, like forty-eight hours, sixty-two hours, and uh, you, uh, the developers, have to form small teams, like one developer to four developers, usually, and they have to come up with a game in those in that small time. So the game jams are basically for uh, you know, uh, like exploring, like learning. finding on creativity and uh, you know usually what happens like when you commit to a project you have to commit to it for a long time but game jams yeah. since they are just 48 hours you can just make anything that you want that you feel like and you know it doesn't matter even if the game doesn't uh, work well if it is not fun it doesn't matter because you give it, you gave it a try and you just lost lost 48 hours it must have been hard like like uh, when i participate in the hackathon like uh, i participated in the hackathon when i was in second year and i thought like how how can one develop an application in just 48 hours how is that even possible is it same for game development because like i cannot imagine uh, to develop a game like you said it shouldn't be in the production environment right but to develop a basic game in 48 hours that must be crazy right it is crazy so uh, there's like two uh, sleepless nights that are involved and a lot of lot of stress but it at the end of the day when you look at that game and you see that okay yeah you have made this in two days you that is something that you should be proud of and uh, it gives you that energy to take part in it again that's what i feel right 
so can you describe your first game jam the first game jam that you participated in i think it was in 2017 right no i think i had participated before that so 2016 okay. was my first game jam which was the same game jam byog and i was a finalist but i didn't win that one so uh, during that time uh, i participated with two of my friends and uh, i remember i used to i went to his house we were staying there and uh, throughout the night we we actually forgot to eat dinner like we didn't remember like none of us remembered we we thought of it at 2 o'clock in the morning so <laughs> that that's how busy we were and uh, the journey like it started off like i i was mainly the idea guy right i i came up with the idea and i was i was i'm also a programmer so i came up with the idea we designed a few levels we tweaked a few things started implementing and uh, one of my friends was an artist so he started sketching out different stuff it looked really great so right so um, can you just describe uh, the idea that uh, was in that particular game jam like right. what was the game about yeah so the name of the game was data rush and uh, you the it was uh, the theme was basically hacking right so we wanted to show uh, the point of view of a virus so you play the role of a virus and you have to collect data and bring it back to your uh, player base and uh, there are antivirus guardians there were uh, various uh, there was this exception so you you remember you create you used, you used to create virus exceptions in a folder to make some software run so those were basically the hiding points for the virus and that was basically the concept of it and it was like a stealth game so you have to hide from the antivirus guardians you have to go and collect data points bring it okay. all of that yeah I, i think this game would be relevant now <laughs> definitely <laughs> right uh, so that was your first game jam right after that you participated in the same game jam in 2017 right yes so uh, how much of that experience was useful or like what did you learn from the first game jam that you applied in second game jam so uh, every time you learn something new right for the first time uh, when i participated i kind of learned that uh, what is the kind of things that matter when you make a game so how do you make sure that it, it is fun it is fun while playing it in 48 hours Like because that's one of the main challenges you can make it you can you know uh make the art all of that but if it you you basically forget uh to play it right you forget to play test it in that time so it it becomes like a crappy product at the end of the day so i think that was the first learning that i took like how to you have to basically make sure that the game is feeling fun to play right right so like thinking from the user's perspective yes right uh, so uh, as you said uh, i have a question that what makes a game fun like you said that a game should be fun right but uh, are there any uh, like is there any recipe for making a game fun there are multiple aspects to it you can't like it, the fun word is very subjective right right so it depends from person to person but uh, there are a few things that you can do to take it in that direction right so uh, there's this term called juice so if you play a game and you see a uh, whenever you're performing an action a good action that is uh, uh let's say killing an enemy right it should show a lot of impact it should show that effect on the screen so sometimes you show the enemy uh blinking white and black you know when it's getting right. hit you show explosions you show a lot of particle effects you show animations so all of that uh, like it all comes down to juice 
So uh, you have to use juice to make the game feel fun. That's one thing. The second thing is controls should feel responsive. Like uh, camera sh- camera movement should be very smooth. Like there's there's a lot of aspects to it. Right, right. right. Uh, so like uh, is juice a short form for something or like acronym for something or uh, no, no, is no. it? It's like juice, like the juice okay. that you drink. It's game juice. Yeah. Oh, okay. The yeah. So the juice that it bring brings to the game, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's basically like releasing juices in your brain. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got it. As you said that there are various aspects that are involved in making a game, right? So, uh, can you just describe those all all those processes? Yeah, for sure. So uh, there's a lot of departments actually in game development. Uh, there's design, there's art, there's animation, there's development, there's testing, there's production, project management, all of that, like different stuff. let's talk about the very basic ones right because uh, otherwise the list will keep going like sound engineer and all of that right so let's focus on the top 3 which is design development and art like if you have these three you and even if you don't have any other you can still make a game right at the end of the day you can still make a game so uh, it starts off with design right so designer is someone who comes up with the rules of the game so any game that you play it always has some rules right like pacman can move left right top down and it can eat those pellets if it eats that blue pellet it becomes uh, you know it can it can eat the ghosts otherwise the ghosts try to eat him right so uh, yeah those are all the rules right so a designer is someone who comes up with those rules and uh, is when we talked about the fun part it's the designer's job to make those decisions to put it in that direction where the game becomes more fun right so it starts off with there so game designer comes up with the idea uh, it he comes up with the uh, design document which has all these different uh, sections which explains the rules so that everyone is on the same page then uh, there's development and art right so development programmer goes and puts it uh artist make the art right? right it's a very very iterative process i'm very i'm oversimplifying it right now but uh, that's how it works uh then after a segment of code is over it goes to the testers they test it find more bug and again it the loop starts over okay uh, so like uh, the basic like you listed the top 3 right so uh, for an for a indie game developer uh like the team is small right so do we need uh, each one from one field or like they do multitasking yeah so, uh, usually indie developers need to wear multiple hats so where we need to have like people from uh, who have the skill set of multiple departments so i personally i feel like i i'm more of a designer and a programmer it's more of like those both are my skills so i feel like people with multiple skills are more helpful in that indie space where you know there are less people and more work to be done right right are there any other application of these tools like for example ar or vr yeah yeah so uh, i think both unreal and unity uh, you can make ar vr applications apart from that you can also make like real time films so okay. animated animated films all of that uh this there's a lot of there's also applications in the industrial fields so you can also make simulations so that's very very valuable in the industrial space where you know you simulate a kind of an ecosystem 
you can also uh, i believe some of the car companies a very very big car companies are looking for unity developers right now because of their ar vr applications where they want to give that feeling of you're in a car without being in a car yes yes right so uh, you did your computer engineering right so uh, so like which subjects did you find uh, important that helped you in game development like you said c++ is used in uh, unreal engine right yeah so uh, did those subjects help you like data structures algorithms or maybe yeah, operating yeah. systems for sure for sure so uh, i believe every subject kind of contributed in some way or the other because data structure is very important like you, when you're coding it's basically like you're making a software right at the end of the day if you're a programmer you're kind of making a software when you're programming it so uh, data structure is very very important because uh, otherwise you won't be able to visualize the way uh, you'll code it so very important algorithms very important and uh, also some of the languages that i learned like syntax helped a lot like python and uh, just understanding the programming language uh, there was also networking which was very important to understand the multiple aspect of it this right. every every subject has something that it has given so even vectors even math and vectors vectors is a very important part of game development like uh, throwing arrays and uh, calculating the angles all of that very important okay okay yeah so uh, yeah i i thought like computer engineering like there are only few subjects that would be uh, useful in game development i used to think that uh, before but yeah uh, like after you have told us uh, like all our listeners who are uh, computer engineers can also think about a career in game development yeah that's definitely so you started uh, like how did you start learning uh, started learning about game development like were there any courses or meetup groups or like any other thing so uh, during my time when i started in 2014 uh, there were no meetups so there was this conference which was uh, the nascom gaming uh, game developers conference right in uh, which happens usually in november it is supposed to happen this year in uh, november december as well so there was that which i didn't know about actually i came to know about it through a friend and i was lucky enough to get some free tickets to it and it was in pune back then so okay the entire, all the game developers from india were coming to pune western and uh, i that was the first time that i actually had the exposure of the industry i kind of met everyone and try to engage myself in conversations with as many people as i could so that was number one like for a beginner to find uh, the meetup groups or conferences basically finding people of like minded nature anywhere they can is very crucial and then finding the courage to go and go up to them and speak to them and ask them like how did you do it right that's, that's very very important so that was my number one the second thing like the way i started off making games was uh, through an online course from udemy so there was this very basic course called uh, start making games uh, using unity i don't remember the exact uh, name of it but it was something like that so i down i got that course i started learning it and from day one itself i could uh, rotate a block left and right and that basically gave me a lot of motivation to keep pursuing it right right so uh, like are there any specific meetup groups uh, like apart from the nascom uh, conference that you said that happens every year right in november right so so i think this year it would be virtual it maybe? is virtual yes yeah so i guess location won't be a problem for people it won't be yeah so is it open for all 
it is open for all so there's this ticket that uh, you have to purchase i guess uh, i know how it is this year is it free or not but uh, you can buy that ticket and just come and join so it usually happens in hyderabad now uh, during that time before covid uh, so it's it's just all of the developers are there so if you are an aspiring game developer that is the place to be and apart from that uh, the local meetup groups i basically used to i started the game developers meetup group for pune and uh, the last we had was like uh, 15 days before the lockdown last meetup that we had okay so, yeah and there were some really amazing speakers on there some indie game developers some people from the corporate game world and uh, a lot of people were there so if you really want to uh, if you're looking for that meetup group just uh, uh, message me i'll add you to the group yeah so uh, like it has some link or something so that we can post it in the like the description of this podcast uh, i i will share that link yeah i'll share that yeah. definitely so apart from meetup groups and courses uh, are there any specific colleges for learning game development there are some like uh, the cmedu there's uh, bsk which which recently got shut down so the cmedu there's backstage pass uh, which are some 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 of the uh, colleges around right yeah. uh, so uh, like there are few colleges right as compared to other countries i think india has a few number of colleges for game development so uh, but definitely like uh, the game development industry or people who are who want to develop the games are increasing day by day and i i, I think that the growth is uh, like rapid uh, nowadays so how do you feel are the opportunities for the game developers in india and like what is the projected scenario in next 5 years for the gaming industry i think it's massive like potential has always been there since 10 years like uh, people have been seeing uh, game gaming industry grow in india and i think it kind of peaked with pubg like, yeah maximum yeah. number of players active like from india and uh, i i see that uh, like uh, as many people as uh, they come on internet like the the more the people come on internet the more they'll be exposed to gaming and gaming is bound to rise like that is one of the primary entertainment uh, fields so i feel like that's definitely on a very very big rise and plus i feel like in 5 years we won't have smaller games i think we'll be uh, more maturing towards like uh, more of like double a games which is like more quality more uh, kind of content quality content So I feel like that's that's what will happen in five years. Like that's what I feel. Yes, yes, yes. Certainly, I I also feel the same. Like uh, the gaming industry, uh, like even after PUBG and uh, from the AR perspective, after Pokemon Go, uh, I feel that the gaming industry is on the rise, and I think it's going to be huge too. So, uh, like you have been a computer engineer, uh, like you are a computer engineer. Sorry, uh, but. Uh, why do you think that every second engineer is going after machine learning and data science and uh, they don't think usually about game development even though you mentioned that there are many opportunities in this particular field yeah so i i basically feel that uh, it's about the awareness and uh, machine learning and data science it it got the awareness very soon because all very big companies are looking for developers in that because that's the next thing that will scale their business right 
but right. uh, there's not a lot of awareness around game development i think people don't know that that can be a real job uh, it is sometimes even more hectic than a software developer's job but uh, at the end of the day you're making games right so right. i feel like people who are passionate about uh, making games should definitely try and find it out like find out how you can make games and how you can turn it into a career uh, and people i mean it's it's mainly an awareness issue honestly like i feel like uh, i remember people thinking that it was kind of an hobby and i i spoken to a lot of developers and everyone close to them always thought that when they started out but eventually uh, they made that their prime career and they are really happy doing that so i feel if everyone knew that okay these are the options avail- available to you then you'll be able to pursue them better instead of having this uh, kind of a mentality where you know that there's only limited options that you need to ch- choose from like you can only uh, for example if people tell you that okay you only have to take placements to the college it's not true you have many options in your life like just try to explore them on your own because the world is not going to do it for you right yeah definitely like uh, uh, as you said uh, people are not aware about it and i think this podcast will help uh, people know about like there are opportunities in game development and uh, like if you feel if you have a passion for it it is just not a hobby and uh, like it could be pursued as a career too right yeah yeah so like uh, for a newbie uh, who is in game development how should he start his journey and like what are the qualities that are required to become successful in this field so uh, for a starter i think uh, they should decide what they are interested in like what what kind of things they like do they like the artwork part of it or do they like the design part of it do they do they like the development part of it so they basically choose like what kind of segment they are going for and then try to find uh, either online courses uh, or you know offline courses whatever is suitable for them or uh, try to increase your knowledge read books on it there's tons of books on game design because there's very few courses on it you can't really teach game design so there's a lot of books that you can learn from uh, you learn basic principles and then you start to uh, as soon as you learn like while you're learning i would suggest that you start building like many people what happens is like they get stuck in that loop of learning and they never they think they're not ready to implement which is very very wrong uh, i feel like uh, as you're learning you have to start implementing otherwise the learning is kind of a waste right so that's kind of a process that i i personally followed because uh, otherwise i wouldn't have uh, made i wouldn't have finished that game in that the same year that i started learning right so i always kept building while i was learning so follow that and then third thing is just uh, talk to like minded people find like minded people talk to them if you have any questions or uh, if you are not able to achieve something ask them if they could help you and uh, like just uh, because there's this uh, whole community around game development which we have on whatsapp groups and they are super helpful uh, like super friendly you reach out to them with any problem that you have in the gaming industry and we'll all together solve it so so there's always that right yeah so the final question is that uh, what are like what all things uh, a game developer does and like what are some mistakes that a game developer usually does uh, while pursuing his career in this particular field right okay so uh, the first thing is like uh, you know when when you're learning you have to implement like many people i see they don't implement that 
and uh, they just keep learning but the second thing also is like uh, stopping the learning right like once uh, people learn about say gameplay programming uh, they kind of stop there and they get a job and they forget to improve themselves by learning more so you always have to basically break it into chunks learn apply learn apply like never stop learning never stop applying like that's one of the things uh the second is i feel like people are too afraid to uh share their failures i think uh, it should be very very important to share uh whatever you're making like uh, in so people are scared of uh people judging each other right so they think that their the game isn't as great so they don't even share the progress and because of that they don't get the feedback that uh they would have got otherwise and they could have improved the game so you should always be looking for that feedback and negative or positive just uh, it it should always try to improve you and your game right right uh, thank you for sharing your knowledge akshay like uh, i'm certain that our listeners must have learned a lot about game development and like this podcast might have excited some to start thinking about dev- game development as a career option you beautifully defined the journey of a game developer and i certainly have learned a lot and next time when i'm playing a game i would definitely be much more curious in how that game must have been developed thanks a lot akshay for uh, being the first guest in our podcast series and sharing your views you have been a great guest and that's it from my side i'm i'm really glad i could help thank you thank you akshay thanks for listening to bobo's log we would like to thank our community partner professional cipher and we would be coming with more such podcasts so stay tuned